Former President Trump speaks at a CNN town hall in New Hampshire, and he answers questions on abortion. I'll respond to those today on The Mark Harrington Show. The Mark Harrington Show is brought to you by Created Equal. You can go to createdequal.org and donate to our ministry. And you can find the program on all the popular podcasting platforms and all the social media platforms like YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Well, today we're going to be talking about the CNN town hall where President Trump, former President Trump, took questions, a wide range of questions, including questions on abortion. In fact, a large part of the CNN town hall was devoted to the issue of abortion, which is very interesting. And so what we want to do is we're going to talk about that today on the program. But before we do, I want to make a couple of comments about President Trump and his second uh, his, his run for a second term as president of the United States. As you know, if you follow me here on the Mark Harrington show, I like President Trump. I voted for him in the first 2016 election. I voted for him in 2020. But originally, I was not a Trump supporter uh, until it was a binary decision between uh, Hillary Clinton and President Trump. Obviously, I supported Trump. And then, as we saw, President Trump was able to put on three justices to the United States Supreme Court that ultimately led to the overturning of Roe versus Wade. But I'm not a special pleader for President Trump. And a lot of people want to get me in this debate between DeSantis and Trump and who's going to be best, who's going to best uh, put forward or support or advocate for the unborn. And I'm not sure it's necessary to debate that. Sometimes it's fun. It's a little entertaining. It's in-house baseball, if you will. But to be honest with you, I'm okay with either one of them. And eventually one of them is going to win the nomination. And when they do, I'm going to support that candidate for president. So I'm not really interested in the debate over whether Donald Trump will be a better president or Ron DeSantis, to be honest with you. I like President Trump. Uh, because he is a disruptor in that he's taking on the status quo, the deep state, and he has scars on his back for all the things he's done. They've tried to take this man down several times, and they're still trying. And for me, I like to stand behind men like that. So I, I, I tend to support President Trump generally. But President Trump was never, or, or Donald Trump, was never really ideologically pro-life, to be honest, right? Before he ran for president, he was known to be pro-choice. So I think he picked to be, he became, became pro-life really out of pragmatic reasons. I think he just understood who his friends are and who his enemies are. And as a Republican, you need to be pro-life. So that's why he became pro-life. He's never used the bully pulpit to defend the unborn. But to me, that doesn't really matter a whole lot because the guy did something that no other president in the last 50 years had done. And that is he put justices on the Supreme Court that overturned Roe v. Wade. And that's what we've been working for politically at the federal level for five decades. So when people say, oh, President Trump's not that pro-life, I don't really care that much whether he is or not. He did the right thing when it came to the U.S. Supreme Court, and Roe v. Wade was overturned. And for that, I am very grateful. But, and also, I'll just say this, the presidency, now that Roe v. Wade is overturned, 
doesn't really matter that whole lot when it comes to the abortion issue. Only in that if the Congress, the United States Senate and House were to pass uh, a pro-abortion piece of legislation or pro-life legislation, that's going to matter. But the honestly, it, it's unlikely that either one of those things are going to happen in our current Congress because of the gridlock. So now that the uh, Roe v. Wade has been overturned and the issue has gone back to the state legislatures, uh, the president doesn't factor in as, as, as largely as he used to when Roe v. Wade was the law of the land, so to speak. Uh, we all understand that even though this, the, the issue has gone back to the state legislatures, that that is not the final disposition or, or answer to the problem. We don't want free states and slave states like back in the days of slavery. You don't want free states on abortion and abortion havens. That is not satisfactory. Uh, honestly, we know that. We ultimately need to have a federal remedy to abortion. That's going to either take two, one of two forms. It's either going to be a Supreme Court decision that realizes and, 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 and affirms that the right to life is inherent in the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution in defining personhood. That's number one. Or there will be a federal ban passed in our Congress that outlaws abortion across all 50 states. So we understand there still is a federal piece to the issue. It's just for right now, it really is the state-by-state thing. Until we get that all sorted out, I think we need to devote most of our efforts to the state legislatures. Well, with that in mind, we're going to play these clips of former President Trump on CNN on a town hall last week in New Hampshire, where he addresses the issues of abortion, the issue of abortion. Go ahead, Mr. Producer, play the first clip. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you. I appreciate you answering this question this evening. How do you plan to appeal to women voters in New Hampshire who are concerned about the Dobbs decision and how states may change their laws? It's such a great question, and it was such a great victory, and uh, people are starting to understand it now. Uh, You know that they wanted to bring it back to the states, but that was probably the least important part of that victory. Getting rid of uh, Roe v. Wade was an incredible thing for pro-life because it gave pro-life something to negotiate with. Pro-life had absolutely nothing being stuck in Roe v. Wade to negotiate with. And now what's happening, and I see it all over, Uh, deals are being made, deals are going to be made. So President Trump basically says that uh, deals are being made. A couple of things. First of all, New Hampshire is not in uh, jeopardy of losing its pro-abortion laws under Dobbs. Uh, New Hampshire is strongly pro-abortion, so I don't know if it matters a whole lot. Uh, Also, not all women are pro-abortion. Let's just get that right. There are a lot of pro-life women who vote based on that issue. Now, it's interesting, uh, President Trump calls pro-life, pro-life this, pro-life that, like they're a person. What he means is the pro-life movement. Uh, This was advantageous. The reversal of Roe v. Wade was advantageous, the pro-life movement. It's just another one of those Trumpisms where he doesn't really finish the sentence. Uh, And he talks about how now the pro-life movement, or as he calls it, pro-life, is able to negotiate deals. What he means by that is that the state legislatures now are weighing in on abortion. Uh, In blue states, they're passing pro-abortion laws all the way up to the moment of birth. And in red states, they're passing laws to outlaw abortion at, at fertilization. And then there's others 
that are kind of in between, like the state of Ohio, that have passed law a law and it's been signed by the governor to outlaw abortion of the detectable heartbeat. Florida just did that. So what's he talking about there that deals are being made? He's talking about the state legislatures passing laws to restrict abortion, ban abortion, or in some cases, actually expand it to the very moment of birth. So that's really what he's talking about there. All right, go ahead and play this next clip. Uh, Deals are being made. Deals are going to be made. And look, everybody that was president wanted to get rid and tried to get rid of Roe v. Wade for 50 years. Republicans. For 50 years, this has been going on. Actually, a couple of Democrats, too. But for 50 years, this has been going on. I was able to do it, and I was very honored to do it. But by doing it, things are happening that are very, very positive. And And again, he's referring to the state legislatures here, uh, that things are happening that are very positive. But things are happening that are not positive. In fact, they're very negative. And that is that we are 0 for 5 in constitutional amendments since Dobbs. In states like Kansas, New York, California, and Michigan, and others. Uh, so right now we're facing a constitutional amendment, the probability of that being on the November ballot in or here in Ohio, and we could go 0 for 6. So yes, in a sense, it's been advantageous in the fact that we can now pass these laws against abortion, but the pro-abortion movement is on the move, and they are trying to get ahead of this and pass get, get constitutions uh, amended to expand abortion up to the very moment of birth. All right, so let's play the next clip. Again, this is President or former President Donald Trump at the CNN Town Hall in New Hampshire. You have to, I happen to believe in the exceptions, the life of the mother, rape, incest, like Ronald Reagan believed in the exceptions. But I happen to believe that. I think it, I think it's frankly important to do that. But a lot of people are, uh, you know, against that. Well, first of all, let's 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 make clear something. No person, no baby is an exception. Okay, he's referring to exceptions in the law that allow for abortion and rape and incest in the life of the mother. Ronald Reagan uh, allowed he signed a, a, a bill in 1967 to allow for abortions in California in the cases of rape, incest in life of the mother. Years later, after Roe v. Wade was handed down, Ronald Reagan said that was, quote, a mistake. And he wishes he never did it because what it did is began that process of state legislatures liberalizing the uh, abortion laws in certain states. But no baby is an exception, uh, Donald. None of them are. They're all made in the image of God, whether they are created and conceived through love or through an act of violence. All right, let's move on. This again, President Trump at the CNN town hall the other day. I consider the other side to be radical because the other side under Roe v. Wade and other things, the other side, they're radical because they will remember the debate with Hillary Clinton. I said, rip the baby out of the womb at the end of the ninth month. They will kill the baby in the ninth month. You know, I remember that moment. I think a lot of Americans did. I think that's when he won the election, personally, because he he told the rest of the entire country that he was pro-life and he was going to work to try to change the uh, Supreme Court and reverse Roe versus Wade. And so when he said, rip the baby out of the mother's womb, he got my vote. He got a lot of other people's vote as well. 
And he makes a good point that the real extremists, the real radicals, are the pro-abortion advocates in Congress that want to, uh, they don't just want to ratify Roe v. Wade in law and statute. They want to expand it beyond what Roe v. Wade allowed. And we can't let that happen. So we need to fight at the federal level to keep that from happening. All right. Again, let's move on. This is a next clip. Again, former President Donald Trump at the CNN town hall. Because the question that Republicans have and some of your allies on Capitol Hill say that they want to introduce legislation when it comes to banning abortion. If they send it to your desk, would you sign it? Some people are at six weeks. Some people are at three Where do, weeks, two President weeks. Trump? Uh, President Trump is going to make a determination what he thinks is great for the country and what's fair for the country. Well, there you go. He, he's going to make a decision based on what's great or fair for the country. Uh, I'm not sure I want to hear that, but coming from Donald Trump, I understand it because he is a deal maker, right? That's who he is. He's a politician. He's a businessman. He cuts deals. He negotiates. And to him, abortion just is another issue among many, unfortunately. Uh, and that's why he doesn't take a hard stand on an abortion ban. That's why he doesn't say, hey, I wanted it 15 weeks. He even referred to three weeks and two weeks. Well, that tells you how ignorant Donald Trump is on abortion because no abortions occur at two and three weeks after uh, being um, the, being found pregnant. That doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> we don't women don't even know they're pregnant until almost five weeks after uh, conception. So that just shows you he really doesn't know what he's talking about. But he's trying to appeal to both sides, and that's the pragmatist of Donald Trump. Uh, we'll see what he, where he ends up if he ever, ever gets back into the Oval Office. All right, next clip, Donald Trump at CNN Town Hall. Because you did not answer whether or not you'd sign a federal abortion ban or how many weeks into pregnancy you believe abortion should be banned. Yeah, but I've Can given you, answer you, either I've given you the answer probably four times already. Which one I'm is it, looking, I'm looking at a solution that's going to work. Very complex issue for the country. Uh, you have people on both sides of an issue. But we are now in a very strong position. Pro-life people are in a strong position to make a deal that's going to be good and going to be satisfactory for them. If you weren't able to... Now, remember that uh, Donald Trump wrote the book, The Art of the Deal. That's who he is. We get it. When he says it's a complex issue, it's only complex because it's emotional for a lot of people, because a lot of young women have had abortions and 40 uh, percent of all abortions are repeat abortions. So there's a lot of young uh, women and other women generally that have had abortions in America. Right. That's what makes it complex. But it's not complex at all. In fact, once you settle the science that life begins in conception, no argument for abortion is adequate, period, because we should treat the unborn just like the born. It's as simple as that. All right. That was Donald Trump at the CNN town hall in New Hampshire last week. Well, friends, we just heard from former President Donald Trump at the CNN town hall in New Hampshire last week. And. Uh, he made it clear, and we all understand, that the abortion issue, for all intents and purposes, had returned to the state legislatures. And that's why we're seeing states like my home state, Ohio, where pro-abortion advocates are trying to put on a ballot in November a constitutional amendment that would amend the Constitution to expand abortion up to the very moment of birth. And that's because Roe v. Wade is now out of the way. And that allows states, through the people, directly, through a constitutional amendment process, or through the state legislatures, to now restrict 
or ban abortion or expand it, right? Now, let me just say parenthetically that there still is a federal piece to the abortion question. There are those in our movement that want to kind of put as a backstop, as a minimum standard, some type of abortion ban in place. Uh, SBA, Pro-Life America, Lindsey Graham have uh, put forward a 15-week ban. Uh, You know, I'm not so crazy about that. I don't think maybe that's worth doing. I think we ought to move it up to at least six weeks in a heartbeat, what have you. But I understand the logic behind it. And that is we want to be able to restrict, restrict abortion or ban it in states like New York, California, Vermont, Illinois, who are expanding abortion up to the very moment of birth with a federal piece of legislation that would roll those uh, those states back in and make them more pro-life and there would be babies saved because of it. I understand the idea of a minimum standard on abortion from the federal level. I do. I don't like the 15 weeks. I don't think that saves many babies. Why even bother if we're going to go about it? But anyway, what I want to talk about in my call to action is this. Most of you are aware that we are facing here in Ohio the possibility, I would say probability, that there will be a constitutional amendment on the November ballot expanding abortion. And because of that, we have launched what we're calling the Decline to Sign campaign here at Created Equal. If you live in the state of Ohio, you can go to our portal, our website, our volunteer website at createdequal.org slash Ohio. And on that website, there is information to get involved in the town halls or have a pastor's briefing or in the decline to sign. And in that, uh, on that website, we have a, a red line document that basically marks up the amendment and makes the case that we are making as we go out and try to correct the record on the amendment at the sites to which pro-abortion advocates are uh, gathering signatures. So if you go to the website, you can uh, be part of our team. If you see something, say something. In other words, if you see a group of individuals collecting signatures anywhere in the state of Ohio, you can put a little pin on the map, and if you sign up, You'll get an alert if you live within 30 miles of where they're collecting signatures. And then you can respond. It's kind of a rapid response team to go out and talk to voters about the amendment and shed truth on the lies that the other side is telling regarding the amendment uh, language. So in, in the best tool to do that with is our red line document, which you can find at createdequal.org slash Ohio. That's createdequal.org slash Ohio. And if you don't live in Ohio, prepare to come here if it gets on the ballot. We'll know sometime in July if they gathered enough signatures to get it on the ballot in November. And keep praying as well that they don't get enough signatures. If they don't, then we can push this off until 2024, and we can hopefully raise the threshold in the special election on August 8th in Ohio, raise the threshold to 60% in the state of Ohio to amend the Ohio Constitution, which in my view would put this whole issue to bed. If we win in August, we win the debate and we win the vote in November. So you've been listening to your radio activists here on the Mark Harrington Show. Go to markharrington.org to find out more. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. 
You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to make a difference for the cause of life, liberty, and justice, go to createdequal.org. To follow Mark, go to markharringtonshow.com. Be sure to tune in next time for your marching orders in the culture war.